Okay. Well, today's Tanya begins a new subsection within this section of uprooting our negative traits and implanting the positives. So the section began with chapter 26, and chapter 26, and 27, and 28 were all to uproot the trait of sadness. Chapter 29, that we're beginning today, and chapter 30 are to uproot the trait of apathy, of indifference, of like, yeah, you're right, I don't care. Yeah, I should do it, I know, I don't care. That like numbness inside a person's heart, which is, unfortunately, these two spiritual illnesses that the Rebbe is focusing on so much are really the endemic in our generation. It's interesting because obviously the Alter Rebbe wrote this with an eye to forever. But Lechaira, I would imagine in the times of the Alter Rebbe, people suffered from these. And yet in our generation, the depression and the just, I don't care. Okay. It's true. I don't care. It's so intense, so thick, so prevalent. From the perspective of the Alter Rebbe, this second illness, Timtum Halev, a stone-like heart, is worse than the previous condition. Why am I saying that? Because the Alter Rebbe is going to, after developing a little bit what the issue is, going to go through three strategies to eradicate this problem. Two in this chapter, two in chapter 29, and one in the entire chapter 30. And whichever strategy you choose to follow, any of these three, they're all going to have some byproduct of sadness. They're all pretty intense, intense strategies. So if the altar is willing for you to have sadness as a byproduct, to get rid of this apathy, it shows apathy, apathy is even worse. Indifference, coldness, shutdown. There's a talk of the Rebbe, I think it's in Krach Beis, where the Rebbe speaks of different types of poison, different snakes, a snake versus a scorpion. And one of them, I think the Nachash and the Akrov, one has a hot poison, hot, a passion for all the wrong things. And one has a cold poison, just like a numbness. And never shows how that poison is so much worse. If you're passionate for the wrong things, okay, we have to turn you around. We're passionate for the right things. But if you're cold, if you're shut down, if you're apathetic, if you don't care, it just doesn't make a difference. It's like death. Then we need to do real triasamesim here, real revival of the dead to get you moving. So in today's Tanya... The Rebbe says sometimes, and the says actually many times. <laughs> the Fondim, the Itim Rabbim, many times a person can have a stone-like heart. His heart got replaced by a stone. And if you have a stone-like heart, how in the world are you supposed to use your heart to serve Hashem? Well, where do I use my heart to serve Hashem? Well, when you daven, you have to daven with your heart. So how can you be really davening properly if your heart's stone-like? Again, you're from, you're, you're a Benoni. Benoni's are quite from. So you're religious. You pray three times a day. And you say all the words. And you say them properly. You pronounce them and you hear your voice. Your mind might even be telling yourself things. But your heart, your heart's done. Also, something else 
that would be problematic if you had this apathy. In other words, the Rebbe has to convince you that's a big problem. So another obvious problem if you have this apathy is you can't sanctify yourself, right? We just spoke about this concept two chapters ago, at the end of chapter 27. There's a concept to make yourself holy, to sanctify yourself in the permissible, to do a discafia, a holding back, a crushing of desires. Now, why is the Rebbe saying you can't do that if your heart's like a stone? Because for this, you need a bread, you need a passion, you need to care. In other words, if you are completely committed to God, I mean, you're a Benoni, and you do all of his laws, so you do all his laws. But once, so the, if you're doing all of his laws, and now, you know, you're sort of on mechanical drive, the first thing to go, obviously in the end, everything would go, but the first thing to go is something that's like an extra. So here, it's not like, okay, well, you're, it's forbidden to do this on Shabbos, or you must give this amount to charity. This is like, an extra. This is like sanctify yourself. Be holy. Give more. Give extra. Crush the desires for the permissible. Forget that. So the first thing that went was really working on prayer. I mean, you're still praying. You're Benoni. You didn't drop prayer. But it's mechanical. The next thing to go is the idea of sanctity. Of going beyond the letter of the law. The law, you're still keeping the law. You're a Benoni and you believe in God and you believe in being very, very orthodox, very firm. But your heart is too heavy for you to push yourself to give more. So we've got problems here. Because obviously everything else is going to start crumbling. I mean, you can't serve Hashem completely, perfectly on mechanical overdrive. So what do we do? So the Rebbe gives very strong advice, very strong advice, not at all the normal approach of Tanya, but this is a real serious illness. So if it's a real serious illness, we have to take this very, very seriously. So the advice the Rebbe gives is, says in the Zohar, that Rav said in the Yeshiva in Gan Eden, that if you have a block of wood that's not catching fire, you smash it. In other words, if you were trying to start a bonfire, let's pretend it's like Weimar now, Instead of not yet perm. So it's almost like Boimer, you're gathering your wood for the bonfire, you have this big, thick block of wood. Oh, great, it'll produce so much fire. No, actually, it doesn't produce a thing because it's too thick. So what do you do? You smash it into little pieces, and then the little pieces will all catch fire. So they say in the Yeshiva Shalmaila, the Yeshiva Ganavid, so if you have a body that's not catching the fire of the soul, smash it. This is very contra-Hasidic instinctive perspective. Meaning, as we look at things in the world of Hasidus, if you're not godly, add more godliness. You know, the, the, the famous saying, three things affect you, mashka makes you drunk, if you're not drunk, take more, money makes you crazy, you're not crazy, take more. And Hasidus makes you godly. Hasidus makes you refined. And if you're not refined and godly, if you're not able, Take more. So here if you have a person who's not inspired, who feels dull and apathetic and flat and numbed out, you would think, so give him more. Drink more chassidus. Learn more maimarim. More maimarim. More maimarim. This will catch the fire of your soul. And normally it would. That is the general approach. But here there's this thick evil clogging the system. And we have to break past it. We have to push it 
smash away those barriers to free the clogged up system here to free the soul to be able to express herself. Now we're saying we're going to smash the body. Now obviously the body is not really the issue. The issue is, is the Yitzhahara, the, the, the Yilakamation, the animal soul. But how do I touch an animal soul? How do I get that animal soul and just smash it to pieces? I mean, it's a spiritual entity. I can't touch it. But my body, I can touch. And my body and my animal soul are really close friends. They're like umbilically connected. So if I can smash my body, if I can take away her power and strength over me, I'm at the same time smashing my animal soul. Now, when we say smash, yes, we're still chassidim. We do not mean roll in the snow or sit where the ants are or, or fast excessively. We don't mean any of that. But we do mean something that's not usually our derech, which means emotionally break yourself. Think the thoughts that will make you feel broken inside. Break your body emotionally, which will break your animal soul, which will free the grip this intense, thick, thick, Klipa has blocking your whole system and obstructing the godly energy from flowing and expressing itself. For example, the Rebbe says, here you have a person who understands in his mind the greatest of Hashem, who's thinking about the greatest of Hashem, but it doesn't catch fire. Nothing clicks. There's no passion. There's nothing ignited because of this coarseness. That is today's Tanya. Any questions? Please unmute yourself, star six. Okay. Well, we should have a wonderful Shabbos, a special time, a very special time. Other joy. Sometimes you can look around the world and you can see a lot of hard things going on. And the way we combat it is by really, really pulling on Hashem's kindness. And the more we feel how kind and loving Hashem is, and how He's taking such good care of me, the Gashmis, the Ruchnias, and I'm so confident, I'm already thanking Hashem for all the good I know He's giving me at this moment right now, sincerely, because I know He is, the more it can flow. So here in this time, you were talking about someone whose arteries are very clogged, whose system is very shut down, and going to the opposite extreme to really open up our system to really feel and have a very vibrant, alive, warm heart, really thinking of how much care, how Hashem is endowing every one of us with such richness, the Gashmis and Baruchnias, such wealth, the Gashmis and Baruchnias, such care and love and nurturance, that that feeling itself evokes Hashem's Love, it shouldn't just be for us, it should be for all Kalah Yisrael, that all the Yeshuas that need to happen, the world should be washed in the Kayach of Adar, in Yeshuas, and the Ula now, but Shabbos.